0: Hello and welcome back to the Photography Basics Podcast. Phil, Will, and Sam here taking you through all of the basics of photography. So in this episode, we're talking about aperture, which is one of the main ways we can really control what our photos look like. It's one of the ways we control how bright or dark our photos are, as well as some other creative things that we're going to talk about. The basic definition of aperture is, it's this the opening of your lens. And so inside your lens, it can open or close, let in more light, let in less light. And that's pretty much what an aperture is. This is connected to f-stops. Sam, I'm gonna <laughs> put you on the spot. Explain yeah. to us <laughs> what an F stop is and what's the relationship between the F number and the size of your aperture, which is something that is pretty confusing for beginners. The most confusing. Yeah, it's it
1: takes a while to, to fully learn it, but I think the easiest thing to to really know is just that the smaller the number, the larger your aperture. Uh, the smaller or the higher the number, the smaller your aperture. So a f one point four is going to be a very open aperture, meaning a lot of light is going to be let in. Mm-hmm. A f twenty two, f sixteen is a much smaller aperture. It's going to be in on mechanical lenses. You can actually turn your iris, turn your aperture close it down and see that hole getting really small mm-hmm. and it's just letting in less light now with all the elements of, you know, the exposure triangle of, of aperture shutter speed ISO there's the sort of physical side and then there's artistic side. So just knowing that is sort of the bare bones, what you need to know about F stops. It's basically how much light it's allowing in a smaller number, letting in a lot of light, a, Higher number, letting in less light.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good. And for people who are more visual learners, you can head over to photographyandfriends.com. We have a great start here page that has almost 50 free lessons. They're blog articles and a lot of them include uh, actual lessons from our class. And you can kind of see and visualize the f-stops And the size of the aperture that sam was just talking about how the lower the number the bigger the the hole letting in more light so if someone was trying to increase the exposure of their their photo they would what we would call open up the aperture right and that would be decreasing the number the f-stop number but that would actually be opening the aperture, opening that lens wider to let more light in, making that image brighter, right? I've well, a, I feel like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I almost feel like I'm going a little bit fast, but are we, do, we, do you that's, think we still have people on board? Or are people confused? That's what it is.
2: I think that scientifically, like you guys nailed it, uh, at least how I was taught it. Um, a really fun concept, and I'll bring this back if you guys want through this uh, series, but the way I was taught it was imagine a faucet Right. And I'm sure you guys have heard this, right? If there's a faucet and there's water running through and light is the water, how you open and close the faucet uh, as far as the amount of, of, of drip that's coming through, right? So if you keep the hole small, you're, mm-hmm. letting, you're letting in just a tiny drip come through. That's, you know, you're letting less light in or letting less water in. Mm-hmm. If you open up the faucet completely and you open up to a big hole, you're letting tons more light come through the hole. As as a faucet, and there are other uh, variables that we'll talk about that come back to that analogy. But
1: I have never heard that analogy before. It's great, right? That's yeah. It, it 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 makes sense. I think. And then the only thing you have to know is that cranking it open.
2: Yeah, we'll let a ton of open
1: later. opening up is going to get you to a lower number, an f one point right, four. Right, right. Big, closing that's it down, yeah. letting less water in, you're getting to a higher number. Totally. And that's the numbers throw people off, but it's yeah. just it, it's just. <laughs> it's backwards it's back well i don't it's backwards and there's like
0: it's like these like decimal places that like it's like not a normal it's not just like one two three four five it's like these specific yeah they double it's like four eight eleven sixteen and and something about this too that confuses people i think is that and well before i say that we're talking about if you're this is happening if you're on automatic modes using your camera, but we're really gearing this podcast and understanding all of these different settings if you are like able to manually adjust these settings totally. and, and change the things yourself. Uh, behind the scenes, this is all going to be happening depending on what sort of automatic mode you're on. But one thing that's also confusing is that we might throw out these numbers like F 1.4, F 2.8, F four, whatever, but not all lenses are equal and not all lenses can open up as we say again, to those wider apertures. And that seems to be something that it's probably just mechanically or engineeringly harder to do. And that's why those lenses that can let in more light and, open up to those wider apertures are more expensive typically, right?
2: Yeah, that's there's just more elements and it's it's harder to get all that light in through a certain amount of glass and get it so that you can still open up and maintain focus. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know if that's something we Ooh, want to yeah. talk about in relation to aperture for for
1: well, Yeah. I think we have and to. I, I also think with the the aperture element of this like a lot most zooms a uh, uh, high-end zoom is going to be f2.8 And that's like going to be these, you know, very expensive lenses. And then the kit lenses are F 3.5 or four. So that's letting in less light. It's not as quality as the concept at the same time, then primes, you'll find F 1.4, what F two, and you're paying a lot more money for those, but it's not to say, I don't know. I I still feel like there are certain primes that are like F fours or even the zoom that's F four. That's a great piece of glass. Yeah. It's just that in certain lighting conditions, in lower light conditions, you can't open up all the way. And then also, and I don't know if we're getting into this in this one, but then there's the creative side as well that with a more open aperture,
0: you're getting a shallower depth of field. Yeah. Now are we talking depth of but, field? Yeah. Or I think we have to. All I think, things aperture. I think yeah. we have to. So let's right. let's kind of define that. So so depth of field is How much is in focus? Like, if you are looking out, imagine you're on, um, God, I hate using an American football field, but like (laughs) maybe like a football or a rugby field as an example, and you're standing in the end zone and you have your camera, and between the 20 yard line and the 50 yard line, that's what's in focus. That is a pretty deep depth of field, or maybe it's from the 50 yard line all the way to infinite, to to the stands. That's a very deep depth of field. A lot is in focus. A very shallow depth of field would be like, your focus can only focus on the player that's standing on the five yard line. Or, you know, within inches, depending on your camera, depending where you are, it could be only an inch. That plane of focus, that plane of vision is what's in focus. Okay. Do that better, Will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I think you're, you're on it. I mean, I was trying to imagine, I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand the, the field because yeah. that I was like trying to visualize. That was really good. I've never heard that before.
0: I see that's something I, would I just say, made up off, off the top of my head. Oh, that's so. pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think when we talk about depth of field and how it relates to f-stop, it's how much is in focus, but also how much is out of focus. I don't mm-hmm. think we talk about that enough, right? Mm-hmm. So th- it, the technical aspect of it, if you have deep focus, like you're saying, you can you'll have more in focus. If you have shallow focus, which you talk shallow depth of field, then you have less in focus. So that means it's it's different per f-stop, basically, how how we're getting this and how we refer to it. So if you have a closed down f-stop or a higher number, like an F22 or an F16, more things will be in focus. And very little will be out of focus, theoretically. Depending okay. on other
0: variables. Let's pause the. Okay, Sam, I want you to then kind of <laughs> talk about the connection between f stop, like the f stop number and depth of the field. But before we can, conf- like, pe- before people are too confused, you people are still going to be able to focus manually or automatically with, like, basically with any any depth of the field, anything could kind of be in focus. You could just adjust your focus to right. whatever that subject is but, but they'll just be
2: more or less in
0: but what's happening is like that yeah like that uh depth that like how much like there's a plane of vision that's in focus what's a better way right. to
1: say that well so so i think an important thing to to also bring up here is that <laughs> with your with being on the football field and yeah. football field works in in most of the world football is one thing and here in america football is another thing so you're on the field yeah if there's a person standing on the other end and you're just looking at them, you're going to see everything in focus. Not not no camera, you're just looking out the field. Mm-hmm. Everything's in focus, person's far away. Now if that person was standing an inch from your face, yeah. All you would see is details of their nose. You would only be able to focus immediately what's close up to you. Yeah. And everything else like it would be out of your vision. All you could focus on was that. Now, the same thing happens with lenses. If you're at oh, f1.4, which is a very shallow depth of field the farther something is away the more that will be in focus but as it gets closer more things will become out of focus which is most you know most practically done by doing this with your camera and seeing it for yourself um but that's the difference of going from a close down f stop like will was talking about where more things are in focus Mm-hmm. But even at an F-22, if you brought that subject very close to you, you could start to get things out of focus.
0: Yeah. I you think. Could. We'll, yeah. We'll talk a little bit. We have an episode later on, like, more about focus. And we'll go through, like, how to get a blurrier background, basically, is what... I'm, right i'm okay, looking right. at but
2: yeah i think that i mean i think the main thing is that if your f-stops close down and it's a higher number more things are in focus if right. it's open and a lower number there are less things in focus in focus
0: yeah and i think and that's
1: why a lot of people enjoy mm-hmm. those lower f-stops is that you get that more cinematic more sort of you know you can focus on your subject because more things are out of focus.
0: Yeah. And it,
1: it blurs that background, you know, people talking about bokeh and sort of that artistic expression comes from more things being out of focus and really your subject being highlighted in that way. And that's what, you know, people pay for why they want that shallower or that, you know, F 1.4 lens is because you're able to achieve that. Um,
2: We also like, I think professionally, aesthetically, like we've been taught as a society that like, professional-looking photographs have that versus, like, a GoPro or, you know, like the old Kodak Instamatics or, like, a Polaroid or up until recently, your iPhones. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: As with all these things that we probably bring up many times, there are no rules. And I know amazing (laughs) photographers that shoot F8, F16 only because that's where their lenses look the best. And... They look incredible. The incredible photos. Um, Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. it's there's there's no rules here. And just in a
2: practical sense, like when I'm shooting uh, events and wedding photography, I will pick my f-stop because I want a very specific look. But I and I will let the camera do all the other settings. Like I everything I'm based off of is based off of the f-stop because that to me is the most important artistic decision when shooting events and weddings and
1: stuff. Well, and And so so, that's something we're going to get into is that the f. Each of these exposure triangle elements, shutter speed, ISO aperture, have different visual characteristics that they bring to your image. And for aperture, it is depth of field. It's this concept of being Mm -hmm. able to blow things out of focus or have more things out in focus, and you control that by your your f-stop. Now, it's also to say that that's going to be how much light you're letting in. So if you're outdoors in a really bright thing and you're trying to shoot f1.4... Mm-hmm. There's some things that come into your exposure because you're letting it, you're letting in so much light. Yeah, compared to an f16, which is twelve times darker. Right. So, or if
0: you're shooting, you know, wildlife photography or sports, and it's impossible to get the subject in focus if you're at that f1.4, you might need yeah. to close down to a uh, lower f number, a smaller aperture and uh, more in focus, a deeper depth of field. To So yeah, it, yeah. a lot comes into I re- play.
1: I remember getting an 85 millimeter f1.4. It's the portrait lens, right? I'm so excited. And I shot f1.4 on an 85 and took a portrait at 1.4 and the nose was in focus and the mm-hmm. eye was out of focus. Yeah. What the? And it's like, yeah. what? Wait. <laughs> yeah. This looks horrible. This is not it, like this is supposed to be the lens. And realize, oh, it's actually stopping down to f four that this lens is going to look amazing. And I learned how to make it look good at one point four, but it's like, it's not always the end all to you know have yeah.
2: that necessarily. F stop woes. I feel like something that I ran into when I started with photography that a lot of people are now with kit lenses is. Often the camera that you buy with the kit lens is going to be what's like a 3.5 to 4 or to Mm 5.6. And they distinguish that because when you're wide in the millimeter wise, if you're shooting like a wide thing before you zoom in, it'll let you open up big F-stop, you know, lower number to 3.5. But when you zoom in at the end of that lens, it can't hold that F-stop anymore. Mm -hmm. So it closes down smaller number to a four or a five, six. So often when you get that camera, you'll see that that's your sort of limitation.
0: Yeah. 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 That's, I think that's a good way to end is for people watching this. If you have a camera, a lens or a set of lens, just play around to put on that lens, see adjusting the aperture. However, you do that on your camera, camera, what aperture range does your lens go to and zoom in if you have a zoom lens and see does it go to that full aperture range or maybe like you will just said it it might not be able to do that so play around with it see how it adjusts the exposure and also the depth of field uh for that creative sort of aspect of aperture so anything else before we uh no i think
2: that's a good i feel like that was a good uh like take put your camera on tripod point it at one thing make sure there's lots of light and just take a picture at every f-stop And then analyze and look at every single photo and see what the difference is.
1: Yeah. And if you want to do it real quick on a bright sunny day, whatever the most open is, that smallest number, take a photo there, there, and then close all the way down to whatever that you know darkest F-stop is, but have it on aperture priority and take a photo like that. And you'll see everything go in focus and you'll see that you know the depth of field effect. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah and uh you just mentioned aperture priority because uh and we got to explain that so if you're there's these different it's great it's great it just means that this is such a good a podcast that we need yeah. there's a lot that's, of things to aperture
2: priority is what i just said with my wedding photography
1: is right i pick the aperture mm-hmm. and let the camera pick everything else yeah and so. that's i mean i think will and i both and i don't know about you phil but i always shoot aperture priority I think it's mm-hmm. really important to know manual. I do mm-hmm. now, but I basically always shoot aperture aperture priority.
0: Yeah, and it, it depends on yeah. like your camera, but most DSLRs, mirrorless right. cameras will have that option where you you're either on full blown manual mode, full blown automatic mode, or you choose shutter speed or aperture, and that's the thing you're changing. You're using your sort of like creativity to to adjust um, and the rest are automatic. So if you have more of these questions, the Photography and Friends community is a great place to ask questions. Or if you enroll in any of our classes, you get instructor feedback, you can ask questions. So head over to photographyandfriends.com to continue your learning in that way. Otherwise, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you leave a review, a rating. That's going to help us reach more people, teach more people how to become better photographers. And we really appreciate that. And in the next episode, we'll be talking about shutter speed. Thanks, everyone. And we'll talk to you then.
1: See ya. See ya.